Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Net Chat. We are at episode five in our sex miseducation series. Um, love seeing the feedback so far. I'm really enjoying that you guys are learning from this series because you know that's what we're all about. Um, practicing and promoting safer sex and sex education that we didn't learn in school and we didn't learn from our parents because you know the stigma around talking about sex overall is very taboo. So you know, glad to see that you guys are enjoying it. And today we will be talking about contraceptives. And who better to talk about contraceptives than a pharmacist, um, aka or pharmacy intern, Janelle? Hey, Janelle, welcome Hi. to the pod. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Hi, guys. Um, you can just give them a short introduction. Tell them, you know, mm-hmm. who you are, what you do. Yeah, uh, yeah. So guys, basically, I'm a pharmacy intern currently. So I have a year of internship so that I'm completing that right now. Um, and then after internship, then you have like a major exam and then you become licensed. Okay. So I'm finished with school, but I'm just on the one year internship program. Nice. Love yes. to see it. <laughs> um, so as a pharmacist, I know that but the first thing I want to ask mm-hmm. is as a woman. Yeah. I really wanted to have a woman on it yeah. because i was saying that usually when you go to the pharmacy yeah it's really hard to get a non-judgmental pharmacist yeah, so like when you go and you ask for like contraceptives you mm-hmm. know the emergency one like your plan b and yeah. stuff they always like give you a side eye and when they give you the counseling or the talk it just feels like mm-hmm. they're judging you i've had my fair share of judgment yeah. and i don't even take um birth control for you know the sexual reasons that yeah. take it for hormonal reasons yeah. and i just feel like because you don't know why people are taking something you just shouldn't you sh- judgment shouldn't be the first thing mm-hmm. you know you cast on and you know you're talking down to them and i've seen a lot of tweets on twitter and you know a lot of people recounting their experience with pharmacists and mm-hmm. there's something to say are you one of those i'm just asking like straight mm-hmm. up are you one of those pharmacists or have you seen or experienced something like that before all right for me personally, I've never seen it. I know mm. that persons might encounter it as tweets online. Now, you know, you're surprised when you hear certain stories, but I've worked in pharmacies. I've never seen the judgmental side of it where people might say, I, I know that it does happen. It's true that it does happen. Because, you know, everybody has their own personal biases and whatever, but mm-hmm. I've personally not seen it. And I don't hope to, like, when I practice, I become one of those. But I do have to say that as pharmacists, you do have to be judgmental. But you don't have to be judgy if you get me in, this, in a sense because we do have to make judgment calls daily. You understand? Okay, whether it I is understand. to save um, a person's life, whether it's to make sure that your, your patient is taking something effectively. So, yeah. Okay. So we do have to make judgment calls, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be judgy or judging persons. Because as you said, people take birth control for numerous reasons. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that leads to the first question. What are the different types of contraceptives, you know, mm-hmm. available? Because I know it's more than just the birth control. So mm-hmm. can all right. So basically, all of them are birth control because they're all of them are controlling birth where you have specifics. So but the thing is when people say birth control, they're really referring to the pill. Mm-hmm. But it's not the only birth control. You have your condoms, whether it's male or female, you have your intrauterine devices, which is the IUD. You have an implant, which is usually implanted in your arm. You also have your cervical cups, your diaphragms. Um, you're missing anything. And you also have your injections, which you know as your Depravira. Depravira. Who's that? Um, I think I watched that episode of a cartoon. Mm-hmm. I think it was Rick and Morty. 
Mm-hmm. I don't remember when the daughter was probably like having sex and there was like a dating show. You know, like when you watch The Bachelor or The Bachelorette and you yeah. see people come out. So it was a different type of contraceptives and oh, she okay. had to choose which one was best for her. for her. So how does one go about choosing the best contraceptive right. for them? Okay. So, you know, like people might ask, which is the, what is the best contraceptive? You can't really off the bat say, oh, this is the best contraceptive because everybody's lifestyle is different. Everybody's body is different. So it's basically picking and choosing. You you basically just start at one and then if that doesn't work for you, you switch and try something else. So there's no best per se, but each of them have their own like effectiveness. They have their own like um, positives and cons. Understand? Mm -hmm. So you just have, you just like have to try and then if that don't work, you just try something else. So it's, Okay, then so there isn't so there's no specific to say, okay, this is better than which, because in reality, all of them probably can fail. Nobody wanna hear that. Nobody, but you know, but but, and I said that too, is basically if you don't take it or you don't use it properly as well, that's gonna make it fail. So even like your condoms, your condoms might be burst, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know. There isn't one to say, oh, this will 100%. There's none. That's 100%. Apart from abstinence, there's literally none <laughs> to say. You know? Um, guys, you heard it here first. If you don't want to have a kid, abstain. If you don't want to get you. anything, abstain mm-hmm. as well. Yep. It's the only one that is literally 100%. 100% because yeah. you're not doing anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so what are the, like, the common side effects of taking birth control? You know, if you decide that you're going to take it. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of the common ones? I know like... You being like moody and mm-hmm. okay, moody. That's All right. <laughs> so repeat the question again, please. The common side effects of um, birth, birth control. control. Yeah, the common side effects. All right. So you know, like people be like, oh, I don't want to put hormones in my body, mm-hmm. and then because birth control, they usually have hormones like your pill, or if you're wearing the IUD, use the IUD or the implant. But the thing is. Our bodies naturally produce these hormones. It's just that we're putting the synthetic forms of these hormones, the estrogen or the progesterone, in our bodies. So, um, repeat the question again. I got that's no, my thing. That's the thought. common side effects. So. The common side effects. Okay, so basically, when you're taking these synthetic hormones in your body, right, they can cause weight gain, can cause nausea, they can cause vomiting, they can also cause spotting, which is basically bleeding not related to your pregnancy okay but each not all of them per se will cause those effects or if you take it it's not i said it's going to happen it might happen but it don't have to happen Hmm. Mm -hmm. okay so when i don't understand why people would think that they don't want to put the additional hormones which sometimes Mm -hmm. i understand it can be good for you because um some people don't produce enough. Um, exactly. So when they do take it, it really kind of balances it out. Yeah. And so another question is that when you take like these birth control, especially like the pills, can it, you know, stop your menstrual cycle or can it like throw it off mm-hmm. or just cause it to happen? All right. So as I said before, you have persons who their, their, menstrual period, their menstrual cycle is not regulated. So they might have the period coming now, a few months it doesn't come, then the next month it might come, right? So what the hormones are doing, they're producing or providing a steady concentration of your, the progesterone and estrogen. So because you're basically providing that constant concentration, mm-hmm. it helps you to regulate your period. So whenever you stop taking it, for example, the pill, I should say, whenever you stop taking it, 
you that that's when you start to have your period. Let's let's, let's say specifically on the, the pill because as I say, it depends on every, each one of them have their own mechanism of action or how they work. So let's say the pill, right? You, you have like a 28 day pack and you have a 21 day pack, right? Mm -hmm. So the 21 day pack, when you, you take one pill each day at the same time, you see after the 21 days pass, you won't have your period. As in you, in doing that 21 days, you don't have your period. When you stop that 21 now, you have seven days break and during that seven days, that's when you have your period. Mm -hmm. You understand? The 28 day pack now, it has 28, day, 28 pills and you take one pill each day. So if you take the one, is so the first 21, they have the hormones. And then the last seven, they're just like sugar pills or they contain like iron to help supplement you when you're on your period. Cause you know, you lose iron oh. when you're on your period. So when doing, even though you're taking 28 pills, those several last ones, as I said, they, they don't have anything. They just have like the iron or the sugar just, tablet. Um, so during that seven days mm -hmm. when you take it, you're going to have your period. Hmm. Yeah. I've always, those last seven days. Oh, I've never heard of like 28 day packs though. I've, all, mm -hmm. I've always used the 21. Um, 21 and yeah. I'm like, so the Yaz, the Yaz is an example of a 28 day pack. Oh. Yeah. So some persons now, while they're on the pill, they might not want to have the period on at all. So what some persons might do is like, once the 21 day is done, they just start a new pack. Or once the, the first 21 of the 28 day packs finish, mm -hmm. they just start a new pack so they don't have a period on at all. So if you, okay, so what I'm guessing mm -hmm. is if you continue like just taking the hormones, then it can make a period just stop. Quick. Yes. Okay, so. Quick that question. is with the pill. Yeah, mm -hmm. the pill. Um, I'm talking the pill specifically. Right, no, yeah. Um, so what if, like, I'm on my period already, and it's like second day out here, or the third day, I'm just came with some period again, I can't continue, I can't take the pills, and it just stop it? No, it won't stop the, <laughs> because remember said, the, the, the endometrium, the wall of the uterus, already mm -hmm. come off. So all that is just going to come out of your body. If you okay. understand, because it's already break down and peel off of the, the line of the womb, so it will just flow and leave. Oh, because yeah. I've, I've heard stories of um, women's period come and they want to stop it because, you know, they have plans. Mm -hmm. So they're like, what can I do to, you know, eat, like delay, make it start, yeah, even I know, stop for like a day or a couple I think, hours? If I'm correct, I know some people drink a lot of lemon water, I think, to stop it or probably delay it. Some people say it works, but, you know... It's not a sure thing to say, okay, this will delay my period. But one thing, one thing as well, you know, like you have like your safe period. Mm -hmm. You ever heard of that? So no. usually, you never heard of safe period? <laughs> no. All right. So usually, um, your safe period is usually five days after or five days before you have sex. It might vary for persons. So people are saying, so if you know that your period might come, let's say tomorrow, and you have sex the day before, Right you're basically in your safe period so you won't become pregnant because... Oh, those periods. I heard about it after. Yeah. Okay. That's not bad. Eh? Yeah, because remember that the reason why you're basically safe to be, to say is because the wall of your, the uterus already starts to come off, you know, or break down. So it's just that during that period, during that period five days before, your uterus line already start come off because the egg fertilized, you understand? Okay. So it's already start to come off and so you're going to have your menses. So you'd have be safe per se within that period. Okay. Mm -hmm. So 
um talking about like birth controls you now like pills specifically because mm-hmm. i know i don't know a lot of people who um take like you know iud and i've known i know a few people who take the injection um but i don't know anybody who take like, the patch on stuff but so somebody asking on instagram is can birth control make you unable to get pregnant in the future when you're ready to have kids mm-hmm. it can all right so basically oh. no <laughs> no no i'm going to say mm-hmm to you but None of them, none of the hormonal birth controls that you know of, none of them can cause infertility. The only thing is that if you're on the depot provera, right, mm-hmm. it may take up to 12 to 14 weeks for your body to go back normal for you to start be able to get pregnant again. So none of them cause infertility, just to be clear, none of them. It all, it's always reversible unless you did cut your tubes okay yeah that's good so yeah so none of them cause infertility and that's just to be clear okay so how long is like too long to be taking birth control because um Mm -hmm. somebody said that she was taking it for Mm -hmm. seven years and she wants to know if that's like a long period of time or Mm -hmm. you can take it as long as you want so because it's not harmful because think about it if it was something harmful to be causing like cancer or fibroids we wouldn't be telling the person to be taking this into their body oh that was a comment you know because mm-hmm. somebody says she heard that um birth control pills causes mm-hmm. fibroids so can we just clear that up mm-hmm. for a quick second yeah so to clear about the before it you can be on the pill as long as you want to it's up to you whether you want to come off mm-hmm. so when you're when you decide to okay i'm going to come off the pill now it might take up to like two weeks or more for you to get back your body to get back normal and you can try to get pregnant again mm-hmm. so yeah no but um does mm-hmm. it cause fibroids? no so it doesn't cause fibroids it doesn't cause endometriosis in fact it actually helps with those because so you see when you have like fibroids and endometriosis it causes you to have like painful period yeah, or mm-hmm. cramping right so how the a mechanism of action of the the oral contraceptives not even oral, like your your patch, your IUD, your the oral contraceptives, the implant. How they work is that they thin the lining of the endo, the thin the lining of the uterus, the endometrium. So mm-hmm. because it's thin, and you know that is what is going to come off to give you your menses or the blood. So because it's thin, if you have less cramping, the duration may be shorter, and so you have less pain because you know it's not a lot to expel from the uterus. Okay, but I saw a tweet, mm-hmm. um, I think it was about two days ago, actually, and this girl was saying that she heard that if, you know, she takes birth control, it will, like, because I think she has, like, endo, so it will make her cramps, like, bearable or, like, less. Yeah. And she said it was a lie because it's the worst she has had mm-hmm. since having her period. So mm-hmm. does it, is it that... It works for some people, but not everybody. As, that's, as I said before, okay. initially, everybody's body is different. different. They might react. To, and then the thing is, if that specific birth control is not like helping her pain, she can just probably like go to a doctor. Her doctor will like recommend another one to try or speak to her pharmacist like as brand. well. Exactly. Okay. Because the thing is, um, like for example, your oral, they might cause, they have like different ingredients in them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like I might say progesterone or estrogen, but they have different types of like progesterone in them. You have different types. Yeah. And they have different concentrations as well, like different doses. Mm-hmm. So you can try another brand and probably that brand will work for you. Okay. Um, so the most 
asked question or assumption is that if you take these contraceptives, it gives you like a body odor mm-hmm. or, and I saw somebody say like a vaginal odor as well. Mm-hmm. So um, is that true or? All right. What? So contraceptives, they may, it's not a must, mm-hmm. it can, it's possible for it to cause a body odor because oral contraceptives can raise the pH of your, your vagina and that can lead to overgrowth of certain bacteria, which can lead to an odor. Mm-hmm. However, you know, when persons are going on birth control, the reason is for them to have like more sex. With more sex, and the sex is going to be unprotected because, you know, they're saying that they're protected, so they're going to have unprotected sex. So therefore, it means that men are going to ejaculate in them, right? Semen mm-hmm. does increase pH of the vagina as well. And this can also lead to overgrowth of bacteria. So it's not per se that, oh, it's the birth control causing the odor. It can be the semen. Or if that happens, you have to ensure that the person you're having sex with, they have proper hygiene as well. So it's not necessary that it's the oral contraceptive. It could be, and it could have been a, a total different problem. It could have probably been like an STI, for example. Mm-hmm. So the best thing, if you see something that is persisting for too long, is the best thing to do is to see a doctor. And they can make the proper recommendations for you. Okay. Yeah. And another thing is that people say it makes you fat. I don't know if it means like fat, like fat or mm-hmm. make you like gain weight. Because when I'm taking like um, breath control, because I take Minigan and that's what my doctor mm-hmm. prescribed Which is a 21 day pack. Yeah. yeah. And it, it works fine. Yeah. Um, despite the side effects, which are terrible. Um, but... I, I noticed that I did gain weight, but it wasn't like obvious weight where, you know, somebody would have seen me and said, oh my God, they gained weight. It was weight that I noticed because I was yeah. like, no man, but it always like I'm on weight, but this mm. looks different. <laughs> yeah. um, so is it like a common thing for contraceptives, oral ones, of course, to mm-hmm. make you like just gain weight just All so? Right. So your oral contraceptives, they can cause weight gain. The Depo-Provera, the injection, that mm-hmm. can cause weight gain as well. And the implant and the one that we know here, the Jadel, that can cause weight gain as well because of the ingredients in them. But the thing is, it's not necessarily always weight gain. It can be water retention. So that's why some persons might say that their breasts look bigger. Mm-hmm. But it can, after a few months, it can actually go back down. You might, you know, so it's not always weight gain, but it can also be water retention. And hormones can like increase your appetite. So you might be eating more and that can probably lead to the weight gain. I'm not so unsafe because yeah. <laughs> they may have just work off the weight, but yeah. you know what? We and just have to like watch how you eat as well. But as I said before, some of it may be water retention, it might go away. But if you're taking it and you know that you're probably eating more, you know, you can like monitor, you know, have a proper diet and just exercise because <laughs> too much exercise is not bad. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so me, I'm taking the pills to, you know, regulate my hormones yeah. and then I start gaining weight. And let's say it reach a point where the weight just start get weighty mm-hmm. and I'm still taking my pills. Does mm-hmm. it become like less effective the more I gain weight? All right. So first part, if you realize that it's causing you to gain more weight, you can try another one, for mm-hmm. example. Okay. So there's a thing now that says that if you're like over 150 to like, or over like 155 pounds, that it's efficacy of like the oral contraceptives might decrease however it's not something that is practiced to say like oh you're overweight so you can't use the drug because it's not saying that once you're over a certain weight you can't use it 
Mm-hmm. It is saying that there's a possibility that it can um, decrease its effectiveness because it's saying that persons with more weight, they have like a higher metabol- metabolic rate and that can make the drug stay less in your body. Still, yeah, less in your body. So, but it's not to say that if you're feeling that it might, or there's a possibility that it might have, um, it might not work for you, you can go to the doctor and they can provide you something else. Like you can probably try the Depo-Provera because there's like, there's like um, data out that says that the Depo-Provera can, um, will not, it's not affected by weight gain. Okay. Yeah. So you can switch to that if you want. Oh, so it's not like another method won't work for you if yeah. you have on weight. It's exactly. just that maybe... Because the- remember, as I said before, you know, if something don't work, just try something else. You know, if mm-hmm. you feel like something does not work, just try something. It's not say, oh, one not working, that means that nothing at all won't work. Okay. Um, so let's move on to like, you know, emergency contraceptives and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard... <laughs> I'm not even going to laugh, <laughs> right? I've heard that people think that they can use like those pills to have an abortion. Mm-hmm. Um, they can use it to, you know, protect themselves again against STIs. Um, please clarify. Clear that up because I've no. The thing is, I've seen commercials on TV mm-hmm. and, you know, tell me if I'm wrong, where when they're advertising like a birth control you know, like the pill specifically, like a new brand that I, this doesn't protect against STDs and STIs. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I was like, people actually think this? So yeah, they do, they do. <laughs> so you see, like, for example, that's why was so, that's why pharmacies have to ask questions. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say pharmacies have to make judgment calls. So people might come in and think it can protect against that, but it just simply doesn't. So they're, the only thing that the morning after pill or otherwise known as emergency contraceptive can do is that it can probably prevent pregnancy. And I won't I say probably because it's not always that if you take the pill that it will work mm-hmm. in an essence where if you take the, the emergency contraceptive, you may already been pregnant or you've probably ovulated already. And when I said that is because how it works is that the emergency contraceptive, it delays or it stops you're over from releasing an egg, which is ovulation. Mm-hmm. So if you've already ovulated already, you will, if the person, if the sperm, you know, did come inside of you or it was ejaculated inside of you, there's a higher chance of you becoming pregnant, even though you take the pill. Because remember, the egg is there and the sperm is coming. So that's going to do the do and, yeah. And then come together and make a baby. But yeah. the thing is, like, I feel like a lot of people need to, you know, read the little packets inside yeah. or like certain things and yeah. i feel like a pharmacist also tells you as well they do. because some people think that if they take like birth control and the emergency contraceptives you know not at the same time but you know both of them um then it would like in the now you're pregnant but mm-hmm. it's like it's not a hundred percent as you have said earlier mm-hmm. um i think like the longer you wait to take like the ec it decreases so like at first it was probably like 84 and then let's mm-hmm. say it waits another day it goes down to like 70 something yeah um and i think the last one is probably like 60 and then i'm like these chances getting slim and slim by the moment mm-hmm. what what am i supposed to do now because let's say i'm gonna take it and i still get pregnant i just drop down <laughs> after that like there's 
as you said, there's really no guarantee. It's just like, what you say, like people have to be like diligent when they're like using it. Because you have to, even though you're taking it, you know, you still have to know, say, okay, there's a possibility that this might still happen. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to, you know, prepare for it. Um, So, all right, before you switch to another topic, so let's say, okay, the morning after pill, it doesn't protect you against STIs nor HIV. It can't be used for abortions. The only thing it can do is help you prevent a pregnancy. So it's recommended that you take the morning after pill within 72 hours, right? Mm -hmm. However, if 72 hours does pass, you can still take it, but it's just that the chances might be slim, right? So usually it's taken at one hour now, and then the other tablet 12 hours after. So if the 72 hours does pass, they tell you to take two tablets at once, right? So when they say slim, what do you mean? Like maga? Very maga. So basically, <laughs> so basically, in reality, right, there are some studies that will say it can probably be taken up to five days. But it's kind of a stretch. Probably four days. Five? Yeah, it okay. can. So, yeah, so if somebody comes in and they're like probably desperate, so based on studies, and they say can probably help you, maybe help you. It's very, very slim, but it still probably can. We will allow the person to take it within the five days. But if you know five days pass, there's no help because... Yes, just have a prayer. Yeah. So one question that I will probably ask is that if they know that it can cause nausea and that it, that can probably lead to vomiting. Cause, let me ask you this, right? So you go to a pharmacy, you buy the emergency contraceptive, you take one pill, right? And you vomit. What do you do? Well, the pharmacist says I must come back if I vomit. Yes, but some people don't know that. But if I think, isn't it like a pharmacist's duty to explain yes, how to but, take something yes, effectively? But then listen, there was some people feel like, oh, they're being judged here, they just want to fast or whatever. You know, right? Oh, I know this already, I know this already. Okay. So that is why we're there. Think about it. So if you vomit and you within come two back, hours, they give you within two hours, you come back for like a new set for it to, because yeah. right, let's say I vomit. And me say me now go back to pharmacy and me go back to take the next pill. And what's going to happen? Then honey, you're probably going to get pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's why we said come back within the two hours because the the drug was in your body long enough to take its effect. Okay. So that's why if you want to like reduce like yourself from vomiting, they say you usually take it with food. So like even though somebody say, oh, I know that. So one of the questions I might ask is like, have you taken it before? Mm-hmm. And they probably say yes, but even if they say yes, I still say, okay, make sure you know that if you vomit within the two hours, you come back to get another dose. Yeah. Well, I think you're supposed to, but um, mm-hmm. some pharmacists don't Tell. explain. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, oh, you took it before? And you're like, yeah. And they're like, okay. All right. So you know what to do later. Yeah. Um, but, but, but the thing is, that's why you must ask, you know, because they still might not know. Not everybody knows. Okay. So how... How do you take birth control effectively then? Because, you know, you can take it and then you go about your business and you're taking it wrong. I, I've yeah. never seen a wrong way to take, you know, contraceptives. Right. Just... So basically, if you're starting, mm-hmm. they say you should, they say there's a myth, right? And they say you have to start like on the Sunday. A Sunday? Or like, or probably like a Sunday after your period or just a Sunday. But that's not true. You can really start it anytime you want, right? Mm-hmm. But it's recommended or... Because, um, oh, sorry. The mic closer to you. So, yeah. So, it's recommended that if you're starting it, one of the best times to start it is on the first day of your period. Mm-hmm. So, that means that if you start it 
you know, seven, well, prayers probably last like on an average, like five to seven days, right? So after you start taking five days to seven days within your period, that means that once you come off your period, you're immediately protected. So that's why it's one of the best times is to like when you're first day of your period. But if it starts another time, you're going to have to wait at least seven days for it to work, start working. So that's one of the best times to start it. So that means that, you know, once you come off your period, you can have sex if you want or you'll be protected. But if you start it on any random day, you're going to have to wait at least seven days for it to take, for it to work. <laughs> so now, so effectively take it, right? To answer your question, mm -hmm. you're supposed to take it one tub per day. I try to take it at the same time each day. So it does have to be specific, like to say, to the tea, like, oh, seven o'clock I take it, seven o'clock I must take it the next day. Mm -hmm. It can be within like a one hour, two hour period, but I'll just say one hour period or so. One hour less, one hour Afterward, try to take it at the same time. I don't take it at the same time mm -hmm. every day. Like, I'd wake up and take it at like 12 o'clock. And then the next day, like, I'm taking it like 9 o'clock in the night. Mm -hmm. 12 o'clock coming like 12 noon. And then, so it's really when I remember. And yeah, I don't see it. Maybe I don't see anything wrong. Yeah. Maybe, you know. But it's not like I'm doing the deeds to... Mm -hmm you know, not be pregnant and yeah. stuff like that. I'm really taking it for yeah. my health reasons. Mm -hmm. um, and I see somebody on Instagram saying that birth control or like contraceptives, sorry, is like, you know, playing Russian roulette because you don't know how your body's going to react yeah. um, to, you know, either the pills or like mm -hmm. the IUD or the injection or anything. But mm -hmm. um, we really need to talk about like some of the, the really mental side effects of it. Because when you open the like, little packet, you see this is a thing. And then when you open it out, the paper long bow, so. Mm -hmm. And like half of it is like side effects. Because like when I was taking my birth control, which I stopped because it was making me like really, really sad. Yeah. Like I just, I just want to cry or mm -hmm. I just want to off myself. Mm -hmm. Um, And I thought it was weird because I'm yeah. like, I've never thought about these things before. And I was, this girl was saying to me one time that when she was taking this specific, not the one that I take, but another one. A different one, type. Um, she was having like suicidal thoughts. Like every day she just really wanted to like kill herself. I'm going to say, this is like a real life thing. Yeah. And it's like when I stopped taking it, because I didn't even know it was it at first. But like when I stopped taking it, I felt so, so much, much better. better. I'm going to say. So I have been off it for a couple years because yeah. I was saying to myself like it not gonna work and then I started like a few months ago as in a different type no the same one oh and I'm like saddle tea so <laughs> <laughs> like so why you never like speak to like a doctor or the pharmacy and try a different type as I said you know you can try and switch to see no I was, just, I was just thinking it was just all of them so I just thought that you, see, you know yeah, if I that's the stop, thing people feel like I it's the same thing so mm -hmm. but I don't really want to take like any other form because mm -hmm. I don't know I've never talked to my doctor about it because my doctor said okay take the pills and you should be fine and my doctor sent me on my way um, then I switched, um, doctors and doctors gave like the same pill. Like, you know, I was like, yeah, look at like that pill for me. But, you know, outside sort of like being sad and like having like a decreased libido. Yeah. I, I don't have anything else. Mm -hmm. And the weight gain, of course. But like, you know, it feel bad when you have a little babes and, <laughs> you know, you take a birth control and you want to touch it up and say, and you're just like, get mm -hmm. off me. Yeah. Like, because it, um, to 
have sex with you. Yeah, birth controls based based on it, the estrogen in them it causes um a mechanism of action, probably detailed, but it causes the testosterone levels to decrease in your body. Because mm. you know, females have the male hormone in their yeah. body as well, testosterone, and that is what causes you to have a like an increased sex drive or testosterone? Yeah. Inside so that's why man always on it. <laughs> Probably when you think about it. When you think about it, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, it causes decreased levels of um testosterone in your body. So if that's the case, you can try like your IUD mm-hmm. or which has a progesterone. It doesn't have the estrogen that will decrease the testosterone levels. Or you can try the implant as well because implant is progesterone only. So those. Yeah, which one is the implant? So the implant, right, it's a form of contraceptive where it looks like a little tiny rod or a matchstick stick that is placed inside your arm. It's under the skin. Them jukitin. So they make a little, I guess an incision, you should say, and then they'll place it in and then, yeah, it works. So how it works is that it releases um, the progesterone hormones and it works the same by... Like your other contraceptive where it's either stops ovulation, it decreases the wall of your uterus, so it prevents the if an egg was fertilized, it prevents the egg from actually sticking to the wall of the uterus and you know, developing. Or it can also work by increasing cervical mucus. So what the cervical mucus now does is that it prevents it, it's it's like a gooey substance then. Mm-hmm. And then it prevents the test the sperm, I should say, from meeting with the egg. So basically, those are three ways your birth controls can work. And that's what the, the, the implant will help to do as well. Okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so back to like the mental health. Yes, because it's straight. Really <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's, it's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of stuff. The thing is, it really just makes sense if you're abstaining you know, like at yeah. this point. Because <laughs> you're putting your body through a lot of things. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so the mental health part. You know, so does it like necessarily cause depression? Cause like I've seen the ads, I know when they're moving really fast through the yeah. side effects, they're like making cause da, 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 mm-hmm. and then you just hear them dropping the depression and suicidal thoughts and make you want to yeah. jump off a bridge and you're just yeah. like. So they're saying that it can, it may because it is a hormone mm-hmm. and you know, right, basically some researchers like say, yes, it can cause it. Some researchers said, no, there's no correlation to it. But in reality, you know, like, we have hormones and they're the reasons why we have mood swings normally. And mm-hmm. now you're, you're putting more hormone into your body, synthetic hormones into your body. So it is possible that it precipitates your mood swings. It can cause you to be ang- um, feeling anxious. It can cause you to feel sad, suicidal thoughts. But there's no, there's no um, like saying that, say, oh, it's going to cause it. Like it's a causation. Or it is the reason why, you know, mm-hmm. but it's, just that it it can cause, but there's nothing that says that it will cause it or it's the reason for it. But based on like it is a hormone, they will say like, oh, it can be the reason why you're having or okay, feeling so like this. What if you're already like you know anxious, suffer from anxiety, or you're already like yeah. you know depressed? So taking it, knowing that it's a side effect, can it cause it to get like worse? Or it there is a possibility because it is a hormone and it is affecting it does affect your body and your mood. Some person, not everybody, as I say, everybody react different to it. So it's That's not to true. say so that it, it will cause it's not of... saying that oh birth control will cause it. It's that you already have hormones in your body, you're introducing more. So there's a possibility that it can make it worse. But 
It's not to say that, oh, they won't, there is that nothing will say that this is a reason why. The, but they, they will say that it's related. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, so the person that said the Russian roulette, it really is because it's like, this is really a gamble. It, it, so it, it is. You take it and you just hope for the best. Yeah. I feel like the best, you know, contraceptive method is praying. <laughs> you know, I don't think it can ever go wrong. We're just praying because remember, say, when you do your thing and then you start praying, God have your back. <laughs> we hope. But yeah. They have a faith. It's true. Right? They true, have to have true. a lot of faith. Um, so a lot of people are saying that they heard that, you know, oral contraceptives can cause like, you know, ovarian and cervical cancer. Mm. Um, how, like it gives you, it increases your risk or sometimes it decreases your risk. Um, is that like necessarily true? Can, you know, taking it for a long period of time and stuff give, <laughs> you just said no? No, that's a myth. It's a myth because in reality, birth controls are used to, um, they can, birth controls actually decreases your risk of having cervical or uterine cancer or, and colonal cancer as well. So when people say, oh, it will cause it. No, the only thing is that, you know, if you already have breast cancer or suspected to have breast cancer, they might not recommend it. They're, no, let me say they might not. They will not tell you. They will tell you not to take it because birth, the cancer, the tumors in breast cancer, they grow in response to estrogen in your body. Oh, so that's why I always say, okay, don't sense. take it because it will make worsen your breast cancer. But in reality, birth controls help, not to help, they decrease your risk of getting uterine cancer or ovarian cancer. So there's no fact to say, oh, it will cause it. No, it, just, it actually helps you, decreases your risk. Okay, um, so a question for me. Let's say, children aside, you know, not having kids aside, what are some other reasons why um, persons would, you know, be on the pill? Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So number one, they can be on it for acne because as I said previously, it helps to decrease the estrogen, estrogen in your pill will decrease the testosterone levels by a mechanism. Mm -hmm. So that results in decreased testosterone and the testosterone is what is responsible for acne. Some persons, well, well, when they start taking the pill, it can result in them having flare-ups, but that will probably, well, it should disappear after a while because in reality, it helps acne. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it can also be used for hirutism, and that is abnormal growth of, of hair. And you know, you are seen in females, like when you see them with a beard, yeah. so it helps to decrease the hair growth because of testosterone. Testosterone is what responsible for abnormal hair growth. So it can be used for that. It can be used for PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome. It helps you to regulate your period when you're having it. It helps to decrease the pain and the cramps. It can also be used to regulate, if you're just having irregular periods, it can also be used for that. Okay, so um, based on your recommendation, like, how soon is too soon, you think, for, like, some a woman to be taking birth control? Like, what's the right recommended age, if, <clears throat> like, that's a thing? Okay, so there isn't a recommended age. Mm -hmm. In Jamaica, the law states that if you're over 16 years old, you have the right to get contraceptives, okay. if you want. So if you go to the pharmacy and the pharmacy denies your right... They'd basically be in the wrong because you do have a right to go on it. And as you say, there isn't an age limit because it helps with other 
issues as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there isn't like a recommended age to say, okay, you can't take um, contraceptives. It's because just vibes. It, yeah. Yeah. But you know, you're not going to be seen probably in used in like little children because they don't really have these problems that Okay. So once having. you reach like puberty age, yeah, it's usually around that it. age, yeah. Okay. And some people some persons might delay, actually delay using birth controls in like puberty. But yeah. Do you think that giving like high school children um and teenagers like well, you have to be a teenager to be in high school. Mm-hmm. Um like so let me say teenagers. Do you think that giving them birth control and, you know, other forms of contraceptives will promote um, their sexual behavior? Like, you know, would promote them to have sex? Like, professional Wait, repeat that. Let me try and understand what you're saying. (laughs) Like, exposing them or giving them ample knowledge and actually giving them these, like, birth control and other contraceptive um, methods promote them having sex. Because a lot of people are under that assumption. So I want to know that Mm -hmm. from your professional standpoint... You know, making people more aware and more knowledgeable and actually experiencing, you know, contraceptives lead them to have sex? No, I wouldn't say it lead them because I just feel like overall in schools, we need like proper sex education. Mm-hmm. Because when you go to school, the most, the most you learn about is like a condom. And is that what's, that's what you just see. So like when you got older, you're probably just only thinking that the only option out there for you is the condom. Mm-hmm. If you knew about other other options, you'd probably have like better, safer um, sex practices. You know, know like how you can prevent a pregnancy if you want. And like, you know, the, it's just something that I feel like should be ingrained in society to say, let people be knowledgeable about their options so when they're older, they can make better decisions from, for, their, for, their selves, for their selves. So I wouldn't say that it increases it because, well, in reality though, in Jamaica, you're not, children aren't being expected to have, we're having sex. So, and you know that, but, so you know that, um, as I said before, if you're in high school, you're probably still within the age range of 17 or 18. Mm-hmm. When you're 18, you're really an adult, but the law just says that um, if, once you're over 16, you can't take, the pill but the thing now is like for example you see a child come in less than 16 years old they come in for like an emergency contraceptive that's where you know you have to make decisions because it could be rape but the law just states that we cannot give them the emergency contraceptive that's what the law says however it also states that if it's that the 72 hours is coming close that you can give them, but you still have to refer them to a doctor and you still have to call the rape unit. So irregardless, if you're giving them the pill or not, you still have to call the rape unit or refer them to a doctor or get a parent. Oh, oh speaking of like, you know, persons coming in to, what's it called? By the emergency contraceptive. Why can't men do it? I've heard that like so many times. Yeah, so. And if right. a man goes to buy you, like, you have to call the girl or something like so. <clears throat> okay, so. If you're buying emergency contraceptive, there are criterias and the pharmacy does have the right to not sell you or sell you. It's up to their judgment. So one of, some of the criterias is that you have to be a woman to buy it mm-hmm. and you have to be the woman who is getting it. And the reason being is because it's your body and you, are, you know your body best. So And there are questions that we ask about 
for example, I was saying before, they ask you if you're within the 72-hour period. They ask if you've taken it before. And they probably ask you, they will, they should ask you if, when was your last period? Because as I said before, you might uh, you might think you need it, and in reality, you do not need it. Because if you just had a period yesterday and you have sex today, you're not going to need it because you're going to be in a safe period. Safe period, okay. Yeah. So really and truly, if you send your like your boyfriend or your husband to go and buy the pill, they they might not know how to answer these questions. So it's better. And also, yeah, and mm -hmm. also you have the issues like you have men who out there that force females to take it. Or like if, if it's in a case where someone is like um, sexually abusing a child or raping a child, mm. they might give them. So you have issues like that. So, okay. But it's more so for the fact that as females, we know our body, you're the one taking it. We want to advise you properly. You might be on medications that can decrease the effect of your contraceptive as well. So, yeah. Who better to answer the question than you? Because you are the one taking it. That's a fact. Mm -hmm. All right. So um, how many times is too many times to be taking emergency contraceptive for the year? Because I heard it's four, but I just want to, okay. you know, know. And why you can't take it more than a certain amount right, of so, time. Okay. So recommendation. So it's recommended that you take at least, use it once in a menstrual cycle. And then once per, it's recommended. Okay. You can probably use it more than once. In a, you can. But it's recommended that you only use it once per menstrual cycle. So that means that within that 28-day period or however long your menstrual cycle lasts, you only use it once. And then per year, it's recommended that you use it up to three to four times per year. In reality, you can use it more than the four. It's recommended three to four because after you know frequent using it, they said that it can decrease its effectiveness. Mm -hmm. And it's more so for the fact that it can cause ectopic ectopic pregnancy which is basically what i mean <laughs> yeah i can explain <laughs> which is basically when um the fetus is forming outside the womb so you know from it's forming outside the uterus mm -hmm. you're going to have like a miscarriage you can't the baby can't come to term it's usually it's usually ends up in a so, miscarriage so oh. if you take it too much it can't so that's one of the main reasons if you take it so much times it can lead to ectopic pregnancies Okay, I thought your body just get like used to it, so it just does not work anymore. That well, okay. So if you're like do your research, they might say you can use it. They might say its effectiveness does it decrease, but for some people it can. It's possible. There isn't anything to say that it can, but it can because you're you're getting you're using something off, and your body can get used to it. But in reality, the, one of the main reasons is for the ectopic pregnancy. But there are some stuff that say that oh, it can. Do, it can decrease its effectiveness. All right, that ain't so that, that bad. Yeah. Um, so another question I have here, which I find very interesting, is that is there a contraceptive that helps with cramps but doesn't affect sex drive? Because remember, we're talking about the libido earlier. Oh, I thought I actually said something about that. But yeah, I thought, didn't I say? Well, yeah, you can take um, oh, yeah, you did. the depot. Sorry, yeah. the, <laughs> you can um, ask for something else. Yeah, the, the depot. Dep Depo Provera. Depo Provera. <laughs> Let me keep messing it up. But yeah, Depo Provera. Listen, I don't pronounce words that I don't know. <laughs> but um, in pharmacy, you have a lot of words that you, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of words. So you have to try. Okay. So um, what can like birth control make your flow like heavier? Can it make it lighter? Like, cause you know, you have, for me, when I like take it, 
my flows are really heavy. Like sometimes I say, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, what is mega dead? Really? I'm actually shocked because as I said before, it's it's um it's actually mainly it should help your flow to be actually lighter. Mm-hmm. Because as I said, it's decreasing the thickness of the lining of the uterus. So that would mean that your flow would be lighter or it might be shorter duration. But it is still possible that, you know. No, I feel like I'm like it is the possible, outside of you know? that. So, I mean, so that means it does react for you differently then. Yeah, because like my flow is heavy. I yeah. get like a lot of cramps. Like if, if I'm not on it, I don't get cramps at all. Like mm. And it causes you to have cramps? Yeah. Or because your flow is going to be heavy too. So yeah. yeah. So I'm just like, when I mean cramp, even like my butthole cramps. cramps. And I'm just like, <laughs> this is insane because before, but then I have like irregular periods. So, you know, yeah. when it do come, it's just like, but um, when you take nothing it, right? happens. When you take it, for example, right? Is your flow regular? Yeah. As in your menstrual cycle regular? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you know, at least that's a good thing. Yeah, I know that's a good thing. And that's why yeah. I like, I continue taking it. And I'm like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. And it gives me signs that, you know, it's coming and everything. So I feel yeah. like a normal person. Yeah. But when I'm not on it, it's just vibes. Yeah. Like, you don't I, know when. I don't know when. I could, whenever I'm always like, on edge. Yes. Like, but when it is here, like, I can't, my foot in my cramp up. Yeah. Like, I can't, my back hurt. So me. you take like pills? You take like pills to help? Mm-mm. We're no, just, we're just, just, oh, okay. You know, because at first I've like, you know, a pill, like, mm-hmm. you know, but then I realized that maybe pill, maybe yeah. pill, because me love papa pill, you know, like, <laughs> if it starts hurt me, my gun, my cupboard, I'm going to start at the pill and everything, but like, for like menstrual stuff, I, I yes, just never really toads. thought of taking the pill. Come yeah. here, say, you know, it'll be fine, but by the second day, it is not fine. I am dying, because the first day is always okay for me. Yeah. But so when I reach the second day, it's like me are dead in a show. Yeah. And my body just had tear up. And all I can do is just yeah. lay down. I know and for cry. some people, the, f- the first day is usually worse. And then afterwards. Yeah. Like easy. I hear people say, like, you know, the first day is, you know, the worst. The worst. But I'm like, the first day, I'm like jumping up and yeah. down. It's like all sunshine and flows over here. But like yeah. the second day, I just be a rain and dark skies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just want to end everything. <laughs> and I really. You know, do think that's the cause because, you know, before everything was fine. Having, yeah. But then I see somebody like on Instagram sending something that said, you know, can it allow for your flow to get heavy on? That's something I can yeah. relate to. But you said. Yeah, it can different. be. Well, as I said, it can, you react differently to it. It causes yours to be heavy. So it's still possible that it can be heavy. Um, but can it but throw it, off your, men- your menstrual cycle? Though? So like, you know, you expect like a certain time and then you start to take the pill and then it all come like three weeks later. Is that like a thing? No, it should have been, <laughs> let me tell you now. You see, if you don't see your period come within like a certain time frame, that means you're probably pregnant and you should go and take a pregnancy <laughs> test. <laughs> yes, even the emergency contraceptive. If you take it and usually a period will still come within, like if you expect a period like on a certain day, it might be delayed up to a week. Mm-hmm. If like two weeks pass, three weeks pass, yeah, it's time to take a pregnancy test and see if you're pregnant. You know, I didn't know that you can... Well, you had to see a period after taking, like, emergency contraceptives. I thought it was just, like, once you take it, you just do pregnant. Repeat. I thought that, you know, if you take EC, then you just don't have to see a period. You know, you just know, say, you do pregnant. I didn't know oh. you were supposed to see a period after. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> of course. You can still come. But just like, it might delay, be delayed. And it can be delayed up to, up to like a week. Yeah. Oh, so it's still supposed to come. Because like, okay, this is like an honest podcast. I'm going to just say that. Mm-hmm. So because like one time I did take it and, you know, like my partner was saying to me, you know, the period will come and I'm like, no, it's not supposed to. And he's mm-hmm. like, <clears throat> um, what do you mean? It's supposed to. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm like, what do you mean? It's just not there. Yeah. And he's like, you know, you're supposed to. I'm like, you don't know what you're talking about. So now that like, you're saying it's supposed to come. Yeah, it's a, you're not supposed to miss it. If it delays up to more than the week, you can get a pregnancy test. But you did state before that your period cannot irregular. So you're not, yeah, you, might so, have, you might have thrown the stone off your cycle. Oh, I mean, my period came like, a week later. So see, it did come within like a week later, right? No, like a week after that conversation. Oh, oh, okay. So the conversation was yeah. like a week after I took oh, okay. the pill. It just didn't like really delay. But I guess if you say like, you say like three weeks pass and see it don't come, then see so yeah, it. Possibly say it might be pregnant. Yeah, yeah, it could be pregnant. I but mean, the thing is like, vibes. if you take the normal or well, contraceptive while you're pregnant, it's fine. Yeah, it's not going to harm the baby. And then oh. after after a while, you know, you're, you're going to realize that you're pregnant and so you can stop taking it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Vibes. Okay, guys. So um, thank you for coming on. Mm-hmm. If there is like any last words that you want to like leave with them, you can, you know, say no. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> well, I just want to thank you for having me. Thanks for having me. And you know, I enjoyed the conversation. And uh, yeah, that's all for now. Okay, um, I'm hoping that you guys would have learned that a lot of the myths that you sent in, yeah. half of them weren't true because like every time I ask that question, I just see your face like, girl, that is not true. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, the most asked question is that it becomes ineffective, you know, and you will be able to like be pregnant when you get older after like years of using it and that's not true. It's just vibes. Yeah, so I hope that we clear up a lot of things for persons. Yeah. I think so, because I've cleared up a lot of things for myself. Yeah. Um, so guys, remember to subscribe to the channel. Uh, leave comments down below of anything you've heard or anything that has been cleared up for you. Um, tune in next week, you know, when we talk about no, I'm gonna leave it as a surprise. I'm not so <laughs> no. Tune in next week. And thanks again for coming on. Thank you, subscribe bro. to Martin's channel, and you can follow me on Instagram at Nets Jenner to get more podcast updates and yeah vibes we'll see you next week